Hello, this is Pretty Guardian from Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. Now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome. That's right, once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. Spoiler discussion! Please like, subscribe, all that good shit. This channel is a celebration of all things pop culture, including DC, Marvel, and Black Adam. I'm your co-host, Say motherfucking G! Certified geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, the land of the 6-in-1 Syracuse Orange, Syracuse, New York. And, always among us, is our moderator and troll hammer, Stronger than a DK Banana Slam, it's Joe from Fallen One Gaming. What's popping? Oh, so ready to get into this with our star-studded panel here. We have the legendary Tadmok99, Mad Mike Jones, Pest the Analyst, and Kush from the Hub. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Yay, yay, yay. Let's go. awesome. We go to. Before we go any further, Joe, who do we got in the chat? In the chat tonight, we are in the chat, as well as Sunzilla2008, Shay Smithers, and Doomzilla. All right. Well, thank you for everyone for being here. I hope you've seen the movie because we're going to spoil the shit out of it, even though the spoilers are really much out there long before the movie even came out. That being said, we got a bunch of stuff to promote real quick, and we'll go fast because everybody else got stuff to promote. So, Joe. <laughs> What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we are starting our playthrough of Gotham Knights. <laughs> and that's going to be a simulcast on twitch.tv slash nerdcagelive, as well as our new sub-channel, Nerd Cage Live Gaming. Gaming? <laughs> Holy Nerd Cage, Batman. That's fucking right. <laughs> that's fucking right. So, yes, be there as we're... You know, new territory, new game. We're looking very much looking forward to. We don't care what the reviews say. We've been waiting for this for years now. And then yeah. this coming Thursday, we are getting together with our friends Joshua Burris from Movie Aficionados, Wes from uh, Real Talk, a movie podcast, and Keith Tetnis McClary as we gather together and rank our top five horror films. Ranking discussion. That should be fucking fun. And then Joe, what's going on Friday? Uh, before we get to Friday, drum roll, please. Look who's in the chat. It is our boy Derek <laughs> from Bonus Commentary. He didn't see the movie, so he, he bowed out. But good to see you here, my guy. And, of course, yes. he gets this. Enjoy All right. the spoilers, Derek. All right, All right. And on Friday, we will be going back to Luigi's Mansion 3. We may actually beat it this time. Yeah, we might. If not, we'll definitely beat it the following Friday. But... We'll see, but we're definitely, we're definitely, you know, got a couple more floors to clean up there in uh, Luigi's Mansion. All Either right. way, I can tell you guys ain't afraid of no ghosts. No. I don't know. Yeah, and you know what? And I'm just letting Joe ride that wave because, like, he, to him, this is like Resident Evil Nintendo style, so. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're going to go around the circle. This is what we're going to do. Everyone, we're going to go around the circle. Everyone's going to plug themselves in. And they're going to give their general thoughts, not a rating, just their general thoughts. And then we're going to go right into the fucking movie. So that being said, let's start with our man, Kush. 
from the hub. Now listen, you can check me out on the hub on YouTube as the name probably says on the stream right now. And I'm, I'm sure uh, that you guys know me at this point. I've been on here several times just, uh, you know, talking comics, talking movies, talking whatever. I'm very excited to get into this, man. I liked this movie a lot. And I was going into it with low expectations. Very presently surprised. Excellent. By the way, his link links in the description. And, of course, originally from New Jersey, it's Pess, the motherfucking analyst. What's shaking, my guy? Hey, how the hell y'all y'all doing, man? Y'all know me, all right? I live here. I, I sleep on a couch. It's me, <laughs> Pess, the analyst. I don't have to plug a goddamn thing anymore. Y'all know who I am. Let's get it. I can't wait to talk about this damn movie because uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, and that's all I'm gonna say. This was a lot of fun. Let's go. All right, all right. And he is the leader of the Mortal Kombat community, and we're lucky to have him. He's a wealth of knowledge. We love his dry humor. We love his videos and all this stuff. Tabmuck99, what's going on, my guy? Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Tabmuck99. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, yeah, my Mortal Kombat channel is on youtube.com slash Tabmuck99. You can also find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at the same username, Tabmuck99. In fact, I made a little uh, Mortal Kombat slash Black Adam mashup trailer to kind of promote tonight's stream, which I posted on my Twitter account. Um, my overall thoughts on this movie, I thought he was a cool anti-hero, but... The reason why we have anti-heroes is because something's not quite right with the superheroes and the supervillains. They're not quite taking care of business the way they're supposed to. And I don't know if that was quite fleshed out properly. Um, I'll explain a little bit more about that as we get on because I want to give everyone a chance to make their introductions. I did have some issues with the superheroes being a little bit ineffectual, um, which I do have some issues with. But my overall thoughts, I still think it was a great movie, very enjoyable to watch. I'm going to give it seven and a half out of ten. Okay, okay. Fatality! Man, traveling around the country competing at every goddamn fighting game competition, esports and all, it's Mad Mike Jones! What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? Uh, I am a Twitch streamer. I'm a Twitch streamer, and I have my YouTube channel also. Basically, I'm a variety streamer and stuff, so catch me on YouTube basically daily. And uh, mostly I stream Mortal Kombat on there, but there's other fighting games and pretty much like retro stuff that you'll see. And on my YouTube channel, I post like my shorts just in case if y'all miss the streams or whatever and whatnot. And you can catch me Twitch, like Twitch on twitch.tv slash madmike54. YouTube, the same name, madmike54. Instagram and Twitter, both of my handles at Mike Jones underscore mad you catch me on that I'm probably post stream my post memes on that but you'll get the you get the drill on that and also what I think about the movie is like I'm not gonna lie this movie was definitely pretty good coming from somebody who never really watched a lot of like DC movies especially in DC comics in general I feel like this movie is really like it really pushed the edge on like pushed the edge of like the PG-13 rating on some scenes and then again also it's the rock it's like it's kind of curious <laughs> the rock is playing the super playing like it's like not a superhero but like a villain like anti-hero and stuff yeah. so this has been like i don't know how long it's in the making because he wants to play black Adam. that's one of the 
people that he wants to play. And now, look where we are now. The movie's fleshed out pretty good, and I'm not gonna lie, it's definitely fire. Get over here! And before we start, uh, Tabmok, you had a Twitter meme you wanted me to throw in the chat so everybody could see it, uh, if you wanted to explain what it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, let's go right into it. Um, I saw this thing on Twitter the other day. I forget who posted it, but it was really cool. Um, somebody photoshopped a picture of The Rock as Black Adam, and they made him look more like his actual comic book counterpart, or even more like his Injustice counterpart. Yeah, like with so I thought they did a really good job with that. Yes. Yeah, that was like, what was the guy's name who posted that? I think it was Snyderverse18. I like to give credit yeah, to credit. Yeah, I did. Yep. All right, so again, everybody's link is in the description, so please sub these people up on, on their YouTube, on their Twitch. Please show them support. We definitely really appreciate it. So let's just get right into it. All right, Joey, what's the first topic we got? Well, we are going to start with Black Adam and the beginning of the movie. All right. Uh, I'll start off real quick. I When he awoken, okay, when, when uh, what's her name? I, I forget the chick's name, but she said Shazam. Adriana. Yeah, and he just goes on a killing spree. And he's zotting dudes with lightning. And it was very Mortal Kombat-esque, you know, seeing Raiden, basically Raiden fatalities, basically. And, like, wow, like as Mike just said, they really pushed the envelope. And I just really, really like how they set that up, that that this guy's gonna, he's gonna fucking kill whoever is in his way. But at the same time, he knew that she awoken him, and she saved, he saved her when the, when the, when the rock was falling on her. He's out at the rock, so it shows that he cares about his people, but he'll kill anyone that crosses his people. And that was pretty fucking cool. Um, Kush, what do you got, man? Uh, with the... Well, that was the opening scene in the present. It wasn't the opening scene technically the flashback um, with the story of yeah. uh, Haru and whatnot, and that's when they tried to hoodwink us. But like, I feel like anybody that saw like the rock as the dad Get, get Haru away from the guard knew that was The Rock. Like, you could see his yeah. facial structure yeah. and the silhouette. So I don't know how many people actually got uh, got duped there with when they did the twist later on in the movie. But um, uh, the first, I'd say, 15 to 20 minutes, for me at least, of this movie were rocky, pun intended. I feel like it was a little bit... Um, it just felt a little bit rushed. The, pun, uh, the pacing was just a little bit off. But after that, I liked how it got along. It almost felt as if they cut out some time or some scenes from those, uh, the first 15, 20 of them getting to the mountain, climbing, scaling the mountain, her getting the crown. Uh, they definitely, I think, left in most of the Rock's uh, scene or, or Black Adam killing the mercenaries, but interganging and whatnot. Uh, in terms of what I, how I liked it, I liked it a lot. Uh, very, a, very good way to set the tone for the rest of the movie in terms of, yeah, there is gonna be killing. It is gonna be brutal at some points. You know, um, like you said, there was basically like a fatality when he grabbed the dude by the neck and, you know, the lightning and electricity burned him all the way down to his bones and that collapsed. And then from there on, he just went on a murder spree. Like, it, it was good for setting that tone. Excellent. Uh, Pass, your thoughts on the beginning of the film and, um, and the character. So, I mean, I kind of already knew that uh, that scene that we had all seen in the beginning before this movie dropped. And we saw that scene, essentially him beating the shit out of all the mercenaries. We, we saw that scene before. And I had a feeling that that was gonna be our first time seeing Shazam in this movie. And I was I was correct. Um, 
I personally was not prepared for how brutal this movie was going to be in regards to showing people get killed. That was, I'm not gonna say it was unnerving, right? Seen some crazy things in my life. But that man getting electrocuted, I was just like, hey, did that just fucking happen? Like, the way, the way, the way that that looked, the way that that looked, brought about some memories in my head. And I think that was the reason why I was unnerving and I was just like, wow, that looks real. Whoever did that, props to whoever did that specific thing in the movie because that was very well done, but my God, why the why the fuck did y'all do that? <laughs> Why'd y'all do that? Jesus Christ. Um, but I can also agree with Kush. Uh, you know, the pacing, it, it, it you can kind of tell that things felt like rushed. Like they were trying to like, we, we really want to get to all the cool shit. So let's just get through the, you know, let's let's get through the formalities here and just knock yeah. this out the way and get back to fucking shit up. Like that's kind of how it felt. To add on to Pest Two real quick before the next person goes, um, that's been a theme I'd say for most DC movies. And as you guys know, I'm a huge DC Comics fan. Like I just want to see the DCEU succeed. Like that's that's my jam. That's what I grew up with. Yeah. Um, but um, with with a good amount of DC movies. I'd say, of course, the regular version of Batman v Superman. That's why the ultimate edition is so good, because after they added in those extra 15, 20 minutes, it felt like a complete story. A lot of people thought they should have taken out more. Suicide Saw, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I could go on and on. Like, I'd say a good amount of DC movies feels like there's something wrong with the pacing, and it almost always comes back to they took out some well, scenes rather than they the, added yeah, scenes. The ultimate cut was the initial cut, and then they're like, well, this is too No, long. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why the ultimate edition was yeah. so good. But like, it seems like that's a theme at WB. They just they just keep taking out things and it's just like, nah, give me more. And it's very clear when you give more and you keep what the whole story is supposed to be, you get a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and it, you know, and it's, it's kind of crazy because that does translate to some of these other films where like, you know, there, there'll, be a, there'll be a thing that, that happens that should have more like we should care about this way more, yeah. but they brush it to the side because they're too busy trying to get to, you know, that next thing. They 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 did that in Justice League. I'll never forgive them for the scene when when the the uh, mother box got taken out of Atlantis, yeah. and then they had a whole conversation. I and I and I said that about that that, that here on this channel. Like, yeah. yo, why are y'all in such a rush? Chill. Tell the and story. I know I know you're not the biggest fan of the Snyder Cut either, uh, Pest, but like <laughs> you guys know I'm a huge fan of Snyder Cut as long as it was like that was a movie that it's like, yo, you you saw like for characters like Cyborg and Flash specifically, you saw how much they needed those extra like basically a half hour. Like a whole story was taken out Snyder in the cut. theatrical cut. Snyder Cut's you know way I mean? better. Snyder Cut's way better. I will always say that Snyder Cut yeah. was way better. It was just it was just an, an event, man. That was an event. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but like, no, I just want to add that it seems like WB has this obsession with cutting down movies. And well, I know what it is. The shorter a movie is, the more times you can play it in a theater equals the more tickets sold. But it's like your movie makers and you're the ones choosing them. They always seem to make a movie that's a little bit longer than usual. And that longer movie is always better. Just release that, man. 
Exactly. Although I think from a marketing standpoint, you make more money when you release two movies with, rather than one. Yeah. So I have a feeling it's a it's a money game when it comes to that. Yeah. Or like just cutting the meat off on some parts exactly. of the movie. You know, I think, what do you got, man? I think going back to what um, Kush was saying about the intro being a little off, uh, you know, the flashback sequence in the beginning, there's like a movie rule that you're supposed to show, not tell. And they had to tell this flashback, and that always does rub people the wrong way. It doesn't come across the way they want it to. I found the same issue in Thor Love and Thunder. You know, they had that opening sequence where they were talking about the days of Thor. And, you know, just show it. You know, if you want to have a flashback, just show it. You don't have to narrate it for us. I think if they could figure out a way to do that, it would have been a better movie and the pacing would have felt a little bit better. Um, as far as when The Rock came back, you know, when when um, Black Adam was, was awoken and he started killing all those people, I'm a Mortal Kombat fan, so I'm kind of desensitized to all that. I wasn't really shocked by all the brutality. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> I'm sure Mad Mike, I'm sure you felt the same way being a Mortal Kombat community member. Yeah. Um, that stuff doesn't really phase us. But it was awesome. I'll give you that. It was awesome. Um, I was a little surprised that Black Adam was so good at figuring out who the good guys are and who the bad guys are, considering that I don't think he ever would have met somebody outside of conduct before. And that was 5,000 years ago. <laughs> Amanda Waller said he was supposed to be disoriented. He didn't seem all that disoriented to Not me. Not at all. Exactly <laughs> who to kill and who to spare. If, if, you want to if you want to point out a real gripe, the mayor comes out speaking perfect English. <laughs> like... After five thousand, he's got the power. Yeah, the power That's of God. Power. <laughs> I mean, if you notice, I'll, 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 I'll let it slide. I know a lot of people before the movie, before the movie came out, like when we saw uh, previous and stuff. For a lot of like big uh, black, and there is a good amount of big black Adam fans. They were like kind of upset that he didn't have the accent, and like everybody, every other Kandaki character had the accent in this movie. For him, I felt that it was a superpower because if you notice later on in the movie when he says Shazam to get depowered, he loses his ability to speak English. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, I, I, I did not I notice that. Always explained. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that, no. I, 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 I mean, in the, it was in the flash. Was like, if you're talking about when he saw his family, I thought he was just speaking Kandaki because his family didn't know English. But um, I don't know. Yeah, no, it was from the comics. That was a gift from one of the gods. Whatever God gave him is wisdom. That was the one that lets him speak other languages so so fluently. So why does he always have an accent in other representations then? Yeah, no, that he is best with the accent. It was kind of like that picture that we showed in the beginning of the stream. You know, he is best when he looks and and acts and talks. And feels a bit more Kandaki. Yeah, oh, but. Did. But at the same time, having someone put on a fake accent for a movie, that's now considered offensive. If they had made this movie 10, 20 years ago, I'm sure- uh, I, I don't necessarily accent. think so. Uh, Gal Gadot does a pretty good um, interpretation, not even a necessarily a Greek accent, but they definitely have her change her regular accent for Wonder Woman. Mm. I would disagree there. Uh, looks like we lost we lost Mike for a moment here, so- uh... Uh, we'll 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 go on to the next topic until we get uh, Mike back. But so let's uh, how about this? Because uh, because the I, I I keep forgetting that when we normally do this, we usually we, we go in a circle at the beginning and then we just do open discussion here. So let's just make it more open instead of going around the circle. We'll save the circle for our closing thoughts here. Uh, Joe, uh, so let's want to just move on to our next topic. I don't remember what. It was. All right, our next topic here is Doctor Fate and Hawkman. Mm. Yo. 
Can we get a Hawkman HBO Max series? Please? I want a Doctor Fate series. Listen, yeah. I would take both, bro, 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 bro. bro. Hawkman first all of day all, long. First of all, Doctor Fate. I Pierce. Shout out to Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan is a great actor. I've, I've known him since I was a kid, mostly because of my mom. She's a big James Bond fan. And he was James Bond back in the day. Shout out to Pierce Brosnan. I thought he stole almost every scene he was in. Oh, yeah. I loved him. And I wouldn't mind a Dr. Fate HBO Max series. But I loved Hawkman. Oh, Hawkman Eldest Hodge. Eldest Hodge, bro. Call that man Drip Man, bro. From the moment I saw him in the suit, I was like, yo. Yo. I made this, <laughs> this man yo. fire and cold as hell, yo. bro. The money, I was Yo. like, this man got an estate. The X-Men, uh, you know, I, was gonna say, I, I got, got X-Men vibes with the mansion and the jet, but I was yeah. like, I don't care, bro. <laughs> I love the fact that they made him so established. Like he's been doing this for years. The JSA has, has existed for years. And of course, there's a gripe I have with that as well, because like in all universes, it's like, all right, if that was there, where was this in you know past exactly. movies and whatnot? That's exactly there's, what I was getting. There's a gripe I, there's was, a, a gripe yeah, I have with that's that. What, that's a gripe that. I have about this movie. They definitely took the we, we can definitely Whoa. talk about. But wait, let me finish real quick. What I love about it though is you know he he has all this technology that I definitely want an explanation for. But because of that, and because of his experience, his experience, they did so, they did the opposite of what I thought they were gonna do. I thought they were gonna make Hawkman weak. I thought they were going to make him get smacked around because he's not the main character and he's like a B-tier superhero. I'm so glad they made him go punch for punch with Black Adam in that oh, first yeah. fight. They went punch for punch and Hawkman was holding his own and he got to show off a couple of his... Listen, I just love the the CG for his wings, his armor, everything was beautiful. Everything looked and great. Elvis did, yeah. he did such a great job. Like I fell in love with the character because he was a very likable dude. And you know that, what I mean? I want to see more of Hawkman. Yeah, and I like, want to really, see more of Hawkman. I gotta say, I really love the dynamic between Hawkman and Adam Smasher. I mean, every time me Adam Smasher fucked up, he was like, hey, me you, and you, me, me, you, you, me, me and you, me and you. It's so like, it's hilarious between and then, like, yo, then at the end, when Black Adam told him, you know what I gotta do right, he's like, be his ass. That's right. That yeah, was hilarious. Yeah, like, I like, yeah. I like, uh, one thing I say, like, with Hawkman, that like, he was not really a pushover. In this movie, they gave him they gave him the spotlight, and I like, and I really like how, uh, like the actor, like he really killed his role on that one, and I gotta give it to Pierce Bronson as Doctor Fate also, yes. AKA Mister Goldeneye. I was yeah. happy yeah. that the, my my one concern going in was like, uh, is he gonna like is the helmet gonna change his voice, and it did. So I was yeah. really really pleased with the way he sounded when he had the helmet on. Um, to me, outside The Rock, like, to me, it was Pierce Brosnan that stole the show. Yeah, um, he definitely did. I would like to see I more loved of every them. scene he was in. I would have liked to see them explore the Justice Society's origin more, maybe add another 20 or 30 minutes setting up the relationship that Hawkman and Adam and all That's, the other Justice Society I was going to say, I yeah. feel like all that could be told perfectly through that Hawkman HBO Max series. We could get how... And I, well, I already have a theory, you know, because you know, through his past lives, he probably built up that wealth and then left it for his future lives or whatever. Um, but I, I want to see that if that's the case, how he got that wealth. I want to see what's what's up with his second half, and you know, I want to see how he uh, met Doctor Fate. There, yeah, they've they've clearly been friends for years with the relationship they had here, how the Justice Society formed. Like, I feel all of that can be told in an HBO Max series. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the HBO yeah. Max series should be the Justice Society, like the entire society not just one character or another 
should be. I, I just, I, I just got to sit here and, and say that I disagree with all y'all, man. Because Hawkman, this was a Hawkman movie, yo. Like this was a Hawkman movie. Like I don't, it, I personally don't care about nobody else. Like Doctor Fate was cool. Pierce Bronson did a great job as Doctor Fate. I mean, like I, I, I you know, Doctor Fate's cool or whatever. But this, this, this was a Hawkman movie. Like he carried. He carried. I need, I need more Hawkman. I got, I listen. Give me we, a movie, well. Give me a Hawkman movie. Yeah, like we go, we gonna get to the end of the movie and the post credit scene and the implications of that, and that's all well and fine. But I need to see more Hawkman. This dude was a gangster. This dude was was a bro, G. Hey, we're hey, calling hey, him Drip Man from now on. from now on. Uh, he's hey, he went from MC Rand to Hogman, so <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I was mean, gonna say, yeah, MC I mean, right? look, I mean, look, he, he, he leveled up. He Yo, leveled straight up. up. Listen, man, I, I, mean, I would really like any more. I need more. I would really like to see how the Justice Society inspired the Justice League, which is something that they showed way back in the Smallville TV show. They need to do that for the DC. They did show. They I was gonna it. say that that goes back to the gripe I brought that everybody agreed with. Where were they when everything else in the DCU was happening? Yeah. Like if if we had, it's gonna be very hard for them to even say the Justice Society inspired the Justice League because there's literally been no mention, and we basically saw the formation of the Justice League, right? So it's like did they just operate? In secret, you know, I can't remember how the CW show did it. I'm pretty sure the CW show did it where it's like they operated in secret with the government or something like that. No, no, I won't be surprised if they go. But now Waller's that. behind everything. No, yeah, no, you you just you just say you just say that was that was Bruce Wayne. Like Bruce Wayne knew about Justice Society, and he said, "I need one of them too." When he made Justice League, like. I mean, it's very easy. Well, remember, he did with Amanda. That explains Waller's that pass, but that doesn't explain like you know, the public. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I haven't seen I haven't the public's seen the views of super together. like metahumans and stuff like that. Yeah. Like because yeah. it's always been presented as a brand new thing. Yeah, and I haven't I, seen the two groups together since uh the Super Friends cartoon. Well, they <laughs> yeah. established that the Justice League was a thing because you know the kid had all those posters on his wall of Aquaman and Superman and so on and so forth. Yeah. And don't forget, Amanda Waller helped Bruce Wayne find the, all the members of the just well, besides Wonder Woman. But remember that post-credit scene in Su the first Suicide Squad mm -hmm. movie. It was Amanda Waller that helped Bruce Wayne find them all, and then and now it's Amanda Waller who's actually working with the Justice Society, Society to take down Black Adam, um, which some people criticize. But I'm just like, yo, it was they won't they, they, they don't work together permanently. She asked for their help to take him down. So, um, uh, Jay, you just hinted at one of my biggest gripes in the movie. What's that? Here. You've got a kid who's obsessed with the Justice League. He loves Superman. He loves Batman. He loves Wonder Woman. He loves all of them. He's got those posters on the wall. He's got the merch. He's got everything. He's got the comics, right? But he's in the he's in the movie. He's explaining, oh yeah, those superheroes, they don't come to countries like Kondok. We need you. I'm like, well, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, that was what I was yeah, like, this kid's inconsistent, yo. I yeah, had the same thing. Thank you. Thing. Thank that's you. one I thing I hate about, about that's one thing I hate about this movie is like this kid was so annoying. Like throughout mm -hmm. most of the <laughs> most of the movie, like dude, like kid. Not only not I wasn't actually the kid didn't bother me. I hated the fact. Wait, guy but was Jay, a not, not only was the kid inconsistent with his view on superheroes yeah. and yeah. the fact like he he's obsessed with them, but at the same time he's like, yo, y'all don't come here, so like you're not, you know, you're not good and whatever. He was also inconsistent with the fact that um, damn, wow, the thought just left my head. I had a brain freeze. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something else. Then while you there was something else he was inconsistent. And go ahead. All right. Have you guys ever seen a show on Disney Plus called Miss Marvel? 
Yes. Has anybody I, seen that? I, 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 no, I, I, know. I saw it. I saw it. Yes. Okay. So you, I, think oh, you I got it. I got it. Sidebar. Before I forget, he was also inconsistent in his priorities. He wanted from the moment that Black Adam woke up, he was like, you need to be our hero. You need to free us. But then remember that scene, he's walking down the stairways. He's all about the money. And I'm just like, this. what, what is this shift in view here? He's like, yo, think about yeah. the money. Think about the fame. Think about the superhero industrial complex. Think about the, the lunchboxes. I'm like, how do you go from freeing your country, which is like, if that's a thought in your head, then you're mature enough to realize that should be the number one priority to the very next scene you talk then about. You can monetize money. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... So going back to this, Miss Marvel, my biggest complaint is Miss Marvel was obsessed with Captain Marvel. She was obsessed with all the Marvel superheroes, all the everything like that. And then she turns around and says, oh, but those superheroes, they don't come into the Muslim community. They don't help us. People like Captain America are abandoning us. It's like, then why are you so obsessed with, with Captain Marvel? That so why, yeah, like why, why you, yeah, why are you rocking? Exactly. It's, it's the same thing. With you. Why are you rocking with, you know what? Actually, man, uh, this, this might be, uh, this uh, man, we may be, we may be proven. I mean, because my neighbors are, are you know, and, and I don't like what they do for a living sometimes. But <laughs> anyway, I mean, like, I, I can I actually, this is kind of making sense in my mind as I think about this. Go ahead. But, but, like, but, like, I, I can, I can totally see where you're coming from because if they don't show up, why do you? Yeah, why you look up to them if they if they don't show up? Yeah. I don't look up to yeah. I don't look up to people who I'm constantly disappointed by. So I don't get what is wrong with these people. Although, yeah. you know what? It might be more consistent than you think because if you notice, DC always kind of mirrors the Marvel verse in one way or another. And if they had it with Miss Marvel, it would just make sense that this character would mirror that. Yeah. You know I mean? So no, and he totally does. He totally does, and he mirrors all the worst things that they should not be mirroring. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I'll agree with that. <laughs> and then Paul in the chat brought something up interesting. He was talking, explained that what, it, the, the JSA went underground, so that yeah, yeah but the era. Yeah, that, they don't look that old to have been going underground in the McCarthy. I was going to say even even then, right? That still doesn't explain why the public is so taken aback in Man of Steel when Superman comes to fruition and when That's every other saying. superhero comes like, to this, fruition. It, that doesn't no, explain listen. that. Okay, let me, now let me talk. Let me talk about my gripe then, because every movie makes every movie before it irrelevant. Like DC has been doing this every that every movie makes the movie before it irrelevant. So now we have the Justice Society. Well, where were you assholes when the Wishmaster was taking over the world? Honestly, in my mind, Wonder Woman eighty four is an Elseworld story because it doesn't even line up with the uh, with the Snyder cut or. Um... I mean, or I, even BVS, because remember, Wonder Woman went into hiding for a hundred years, and but then Wonder Woman eighty four. That's what I say. In my mind, Wonder Woman eighty four. This Pest is bringing up a great point, though. Like that's the thing, and that's that's why I hated Wonder Woman eighty four too. But like Pest brings that's up my a great least point. Like, I like it, but it's my least favorite among all the DC films. All of them. It's it's my least favorite. But I, I like. No, it. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was better than most of them. But yeah, you're right. It doesn't fit in with the big picture. No, yeah, but, yes, but they, thank you. But they're they're they're, they're making they're making all this continuity, right? They're they're creating all this continuity between all these franchises, all these different movies. That means you're telling me that this is a shared universe. If this is a shared universe, why don't you assholes know about each other? Like this doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And that's my biggest gripe about DC right now. They've done it in every single movie. Like, how do y'all not know about these other people? Where were y'all at when there was a, a, a fucking starfish 
that was that was sucking the life out of out of out of people. Where were you assholes at? I, I know damn well. Y'all and Waller contacts them. Well, yeah, Waller, yeah. Waller, Waller handed that herself with with her Task Force X. No, man. It, listen, listen. It, you you telling me that you telling me that you got Doctor Fate and Hawkman in your pocket and you ain't using At them that, until we now. don't know that they she they she did not approach them until Black Adam came about. Uh, I mean, if that's if that's if that's the way we're going again, I'm just I, I listen. It's the continuity thing for me that, that and really pisses me off. Let me just say for DC. reference, um, I highly, for those who have not seen Black Adam, I highly recommend rewatching the first Suicide Squad movie, maybe the second Suicide Squad movie, and the first Shazam movie. Are yes. definitely good refreshers. You don't have to go through the whole entire DCEU. I would just I would, three movies that go to at least one of the Suicide Squads and Shazam for sure because of the Wizard, and of course, the guys, yeah, the guys. Don't you think it was a little odd? that there were these ancient texts that only Amanda Waller and the Justice Society knew about containing who Tef Adam really was. Why would they know about these 5,000-year-old texts, and why would they all have that on the top of their head? Because as soon as Black Adam was awakened, which they had no idea was ever going to happen in their lifetime, they were ready to go at him. Like, how are they all so well prepared? My, my, my question, weird. yeah, no, how, how, I, how, how would they know about that? How would they know? I had a gripe about that, too, because it's like, if you had this, why didn't you... Why didn't you take the crown years ago, my boy? Why I mean, didn't you I take that crown and lock talking, it down. What are we talking about, man? What are you doing? I was like, bro, like the crown. It's like you could have the crown. Like, dude, the game's over. I like, mean, and that's really that's done, really like everything with. we're talking about right now is really like the biggest criticisms with the movie. It's like continuity with the entire universe. With the entire yeah. universe, it's continuity. That's what it comes down to. But everything I just said, I still enjoyed the movie a lot. Audience, it's a fun ass movie. It's yeah, not like it's wrong. I still it was really fun to watch. All right, let's move on to the, the other two characters that I did not like. Go, Joe, go ahead. This would be Cyclone and Adam Smasher. Useless. <laughs> no, they were awesome. I didn't have a problem. I mean, with them. not I, every I single superhero has to be useful. I I enjoyed Cyclone and Adam Smasher and. Quintessa Swindell, I never knew you existed in my life, but you were one beautiful woman. I love you. That's the only reason why you I enjoyed Cyclone, because you was in that movie there and dehydrated. I love you. That's real with Listen. Adam Smasher's like, thing with Cyclone. It's like, you are the most beautiful woman I had ever met. I love you so much. He needs to stay away from <laughs> her before I do something. There, there was a huge missed opportunity. Here's a guy on the team whose name is Adam Smasher. Who's about yeah, to go up a guy named yeah. Adam, and they didn't once reference that. <laughs> I hey, did. Adam. Yeah, they missed that. They missed the, they missed the, the topic, shot. They missed the shot. In terms the of the topic right name, though, Jay, they're useless. But like, I don't have a problem with that. They're My not problem every is they felt to too Marvel-esque. When that, meaning that they, they were jokey, goofy characters. I, I'm sorry, I'm dark. I like only dark only Adam movie. Smasher was, and he wasn't that bad. Like Cyclone, definitely wasn't goofy in my opinion. No, nah, she, well, she was she useless though. She didn't like her powers did nothing through the whole movie. Her wind stuff. Okay, yes, cause she's but they looked beautiful cool. gal. I'll say that. I'll say, but her, yeah, cool. Her ability. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'd call her like I still wouldn't call them useless because they're they're there for the sake of exhibition. And like once I recognize that, I'm fine with it. They're there for the I sake of R.I.P. I, I mean, these glad guys they, are probably going to be expanded upon in the future. I'm glad those characters spoke to you. I found them annoying as well as that fat dude with the beard. That's just my opinion. You just don't like fun, oh, Jay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jay just doesn't like fun. 
Because then no, that was cool. Of course I don't like fun. I sit at home all day, free. listen to typo yeah. negative and life of agony and sound garden, and I stare at my ceiling. Yes, I hate fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those. Confirm. Intro Confirm. Introvert. Hashtag Jason introvert. Did I see you having fun? <laughs> How dare you, sir? There will be no fun I in just, this club. I just felt those characters, they just felt out of I place. I had fun once and I hated it. <laughs> they just felt out of place to me. When, when you look at, at or um, Dr. Fate and and Hawkman, and then you look at them two, it's just, I just feel like they didn't fit, you know... I understand that they're they're quote unquote rookies, but I just feel like they didn't fit. Um, you know, they just didn't fit with the Justice Society. That's just my opinion. I didn't like how they were portrayed. That's just me. My, my only issue was that we saw Adam Smasher grow all the time. He didn't shrink once. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. <laughs> he fucking didn't shrink. I think he about didn't that. Even shrink, I right didn't after, think about that. Yeah, like after. Like yeah. after like he got knocked out and everything, he didn't like. Although yeah, after like, that episode three of the boys, good luck following that. <laughs> Someone's gotta ask, him, what's the big idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh my like goodness. I said, I just. I mean, there's really, I don't know. There's really not much to say, but I mean, I'm glad you guys liked them, but it's just they just didn't work for me. That's all. I mean, I think I think that I think that they were. Kind of like Cushion. I think that they were there um, to establish something later. Like, I, it just yeah, it's later on through the like because because I, I can see I can see how you would feel like they don't fit because they kind of they kind of don't fit. Thank you. But it feels like but it feels like they are there for a reason mm -hmm. that you will find out later. Maybe, possibly, we'll see. Well, if I'm I not mistaken, in so. the comics that. Adam Smasher is Black Adam's like only friend, like in the comics, like, and I think they made a reference saying we're yeah, Black. They did a hint to hey, a, a little get, bit of that towards the end. Me, or whatever the hell he said. He's like, yeah, yeah. he said, don't yeah. push it. Don't yeah, push, don't push yeah. it. But but later on, they become like best friends. Like that's that's his, like yeah. his only friend. That that's a meta human. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's why that's why they're there, and and I'm sure they're 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 making. I mean, it's going to be the fucking the the to his and Stella. Like that's. That's clearly what they're setting up here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jay, you're saying that those two are useless, but I got to tell you something. Um, the movie made this point, too. Basically, the whole Justice Society has been useless as far as Kondok is concerned. For 27 years, they've been dealing with invaders. Now, in real life, you know, um, Kondok was trying to stand in for Syria. And I sent you an article that, about go, that go earlier. Right if you want to... Go ahead. Okay, so Syria used to be like the center of the world and that's kind of what conduct was they said that conduct was like a major great society before there was any other society on earth that's how syria was syria was really the cradle of civilization um they were a major trading point between the east and the west it's all gone downhill for them because of foreign invaders that for, those foreign invaders in real life for syria is obviously the u.s military but in the movie it wasn't the u.s military it was inner gang so if you look at comics history who is inner gang Superman actually fights against Inner Gang. Inner Gang is like a, a group of criminals that are bringing in guns from Apocalypse and bringing them on Earth. So they're, they're really causing a lot of chaos. Superman fights them all the time. Why doesn't Superman fight Inner Gang? Why didn't anybody? They're not sanctioned by the US government, apparently. So what is going on here? Why are they just allowing all this criminal activity to run rampant? This is my biggest gripe with the movie. 
none of the superheroes were doing a good job. Not just the Justice Society, but the Justice League and Shazam and everybody. Because all this shit's been going down in Kandak and no one's done a damn thing about it. Why? I agree with you completely. I look at it two ways. I look at it both as a gripe mm. and also a great plot point because it's for great. It creates a great actual story point that we see happening in real life, obviously. But like, I look at it as the gripe because of what you explained. Why is it no superhero doing this? But at the same time, I look at it as a great plot point. That it's like these superheroes need to be better going forward. They need to actually realize where some of the real problems are in the world. Like that scene where uh, Adriana basically told Hawkman what was up. And she gave that little speech and, and you know she was like to you black adam might not be a hero but tell that to every people every single person you know in on the road that point because he's the only person that actually showed up that's why i look at it i'm like this is a great plot point that if they actually take it and expand upon it in the future whether it's another movie or whether it's through an hbo max series that is going to be a great story to tell because once again it reflects so good to what's happening in real life but yeah you're right it is also a gripe but it, it this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, continuity with the JSA. Um, where is the Justice League right now? And uh, Dark side. credit to the MC. Yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, is, does this take place like right around the time of whatever the hell is going on with Apocalypse and Steppenwolf? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because like, I'm but... like, it has to. There's no way you have such a big threat like Black Adam and they don't show up. Yeah, and I mean, I have two theories, but I don't know if they hold water or not. One is obviously the multiverse theory where any of the DC movies can fall into a different Earth, if you think of it that way. Um, the other theory is more of the fact that Marvel has so much content to be able to connect that it's not really hard to see the shared universe, whereas DC doesn't have as much yet. So they have to build upon it to get there. Do you want the chance to win a free brand new Xbox Series X? All you have to do is subscribe to NerdCage Live over on youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. Once we get to 1500 subscribers, we'll release a video on how you can enter. No purchase necessary. Contest is for US and Canada only. I mean, there there were, they made some minor connections, you know, basically, the, you know, Amanda Waller and the wizard. And um, if, you, if you guys have been watching Pete, I'm jumping ahead because it was one of the top, or next top was uh, Peacemaker's uh, Heart Hardcore uh, makes a cameo in this movie. Uh, mm. So if you didn't see Peacemaker, you're like, who the fuck is that? Um, yeah. And obviously Peacemaker is a sequel to James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Um, so... Yeah, I guess, Jay, you can segue right into that topic. Okay, yeah, so the, our next topic, we're, we want to talk about Amanda Waller and, and the Hardcore cameo. Uh, so we'll... I mean, we've already kind of touched on Waller, but um, uh, I don't know why. They didn't really explain why she was, like, wanted to take down Black Adam in the first place. I don't know if it's because she just saw him as a threat or they or she actually wanted, him, wanted to use him in Task Force. That Task Force X, who knows? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what her deal was. I don't know what you guys have on, on Waller. And I don't know what what you guys think of uh, Harcourt's uh, cameo. Um, I'll say that Hardcore, Hardcore's cameo was very short-lived. It wasn't, uh, they didn't drag it out too much, so it was kind of like a flash in the pan. You, it was easy to miss. Um, yeah. That being said, I, I did enjoy that they made that small connection um, for Suicide Squad. And, and it gives me hope Black that Adam. we'll get Peacemaker versus Black Adam. 
Yes. A John if, if, uh, if not the movie, versus, at least in the series. John Cena versus The Rock in a DC uh, <laughs> DC setting. Please. Uh, damn it. I'll Please. be on the same boat. I'm on the same boat with you. Three, bro. <laughs> He's going to go 0 oh, 3. Or what's, oh, three, oh, three, one like once, uh, once in a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, never again. Never before, never, never again. Never Until before. next month when we do it again. I'm, I'm just throwing for, this out there. Just for once. Just for once. Black Adam's going to appear in Peacemaker Season 2. Book it. I'm throwing it out there. I'm speaking it into existence. I could just well, picture at this it. Point, Peter has a cameo. At this cameo. point, really, the best way to flesh out, and I remember back when we got our Sonic Cut, I said that this is the best way to flesh out the DC Universe is going to be through HBO Max, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be I mean, Peacemaker there. did wonders. Like it's still, it's like the yeah. number one highest on Rotten Tomatoes for any DC property. Um, yeah. And I mean, not that Rotten Tomatoes that matters, they could but... take a D-lister, or I'd even say like an E-lister, uh, like Peacemaker, and make a show. I mean, obviously they they ride they ride the wave of John Cena's star power, but I'm just saying like they've proved that they could take like a no-name character and make it a hit show, which which gives me hope for you know Hawkman and. And Doctor Fate, but like I said, for Peacemaker season two, I would just love to see Peacemaker go on a mission where he's got to take down Black Adam, or Black Adam gets in the way, or something. Black Adam's trying to chase Peacemaker. Peacemaker doesn't have any no superpowers, so he's running from him, running from the Rock. My God, it'd be hilarious! Please, God, make it happen, James. Gunn. Just let just let Peacemaker go to go to Condor. Let him yeah. run there. I just want to see. I want to see Peacemaker get a helmet that makes him invisible and just say, "You can't see me." Oh my Dr. God. Dr. Fate. Just, like, just, have, just have a piece of maker Dr. Fate's helmet. Just put it on there and then boom. But no, I, I, I'm happy that they made the connection with you know Amanda Waller in the movie. I mean, I knew about it a while ago because I'm you know DC guy. I looked at all the leaks and stuff. But it was cool that, um, you know, and also I did, like, I did like that confrontation where she says, you know, you escaped from my facility. Don't you dare leave conduct if you do, we're at That's war. another gripe. It's like, yo, Hawkman couldn't tell her that, that we had Dr. Fate release him. He didn't know. He didn't escape. Yeah. He didn't know. Dr. Yes, he Fate did. telepathically. Bro. Bro, Black Adam told him he looked at the helmet when the fight was done. Oh. I'm here because of him. Did you forget yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably did. We yeah. all knew why he was there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's Hawkman's issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, speaking of Peacemaker and stuff, didn't somebody here just meet Robert Patrick? That was Wes. Oh, that was Wes. Wes of Real Talk, yeah. Okay. yeah he, gotcha. Yeah, that, All right, so that's for Thursday to ask. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> okay. talk about that. Oh, <laughs> that was cool, though. <laughs> All right, I, I guess we can move on to the next time. I mean, there's really not much to add to those two. I mean, well, would you yes. want, would you, okay, it's 10.05. Do you guys want to get to, like, the... Oh, actually, no, actually, let's get to the finale then. I, mean, okay, I got yeah. time, so. Okay, yeah, well, let's, get, let's, yeah, talk, about, let's talk about the final Same battle here. and the villain, and then the then the Superman came. So let's. I got one one quick thing to say yeah. before I got cut off. I got disconnected. I don't know where, but like the the scene where I the beginning scene, I didn't. Get yeah, to you say know, you're right. My yeah, you cut off. Yeah, you, I, yeah, I didn't get my saying about like the beginning of the scene, like with Black Adam got summoned and stuff, and like. Where all like the guards are trying to like you know, try to take down Black Adam, but the way how Black Adam was like brutalizing like the guard, the the military soldiers and stuff is like, of course with Tab Mog like you no, know, this ain't this ain't like we used to see this and yep. stuff. But the thing is like when Black Adam was like brutalizing like you know that gripping like the person like lightning like struck to death and it's like, are we still watch? Are we still watching like the same like? 
PG thirteen movie? Like, are we? They they like, pushed the line for sure. They, like they right. pushed yo. it. They pushed it. But I was like, yo, like I'm like a little, a little like ecstatic. I was like, oh, they really went there. I'm like, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. What really did it for me was the Same. ending scene where he rips the dude in half. Yeah, yes. that was another great that's one. A, that's that was a pure fatality. That's that's yeah. pure straight up fatality. Well, for those who yeah. don't know, the movie was cut cut together as a rated R film, and then they toned it down to PG thirteen. So oh, just yeah. maybe that's exactly what it was. That's kind like. of a reason. That's kind of the reason why like they went there, but it was still good. But yeah, maybe if we get, get a director's Here's the cut thing. If we get a director, yeah, I was about to say, if yeah. we get a director's cut, then it should be the rated R director's cut. It should be what it was supposed to be. Release yeah, the Snyder I'm interested cut. to just see what was left on the cutting board. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. <laughs> Restore the Snyderverse. Exactly. All right, so Sabak, um, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I was, I know a lot of people were disappointed, but I was kind of bracing for it. Here's why. They did the exact same thing that the first Wonder Woman movie did with Ares, where Ares, yeah, Ares is out there, but he doesn't show up to the very, very, very end, shrouded in shadow and this, this, and that, and he was taken down pretty quick. Um, so yeah, I was after after the first Wonder Woman movie, I was kind of like, yup, they did they did it again, but I'm not too mad yeah. about because I mean, they crammed so much in this movie, so I really wasn't crying about um, Sabak being so brief in the movie i don't know what you, but that's all i got you guys can go ahead and you know yeah, it as brief as it was i still think it was impressive <laughs> that was a very impressive design like you said the yeah. fatality was great yo so, I mean, yeah they made they made they made satan mad handsome bro they shouldn't be doing that supposed to look handsome and shit like bro the devil, the devil designed when he when he got into his full form you guys know the Chad meme, right? Where he's yeah. moving like this. Yeah. That was him, yeah, bro. I was like, no. the first thing that popped up in my mind, I'm like, that's Chad, bro. Like, what is going on here? It's a Chad, it's a like, like, Chad meme To right be there. fair, every, like, main-ish character, j just, like, a weird thing to point out, they casted some beautiful people in this movie, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, forget yeah. just Cyclone. Like, Aldous Hodge is a beautiful man. Uh, you know, uh, Pierce Brosnan, as his, his age, still looks pretty good. And then you got the devil form over here looking like goddamn Chad. Uh, but I, I agree with um Fallen that um it was brief, uh, but I, I, I didn't necessarily dislike it. I was okay with it. I was fine with it. I was like, all right, yeah, this is cool. I could rock with it. Definitely at the end of the movie, though, I thought that uh, this would have been still a pretty damn good movie if they just rocked with JSA versus Black Adam. I feel like that would have been pretty cool as well. Like, that could have been the whole movie. But I had no problem with what they did with Sabak. I think it was great the way uh, the Justice Society was fighting with Black Adam, but they both had to put their differences aside in order to deal with Sabak. Um, and I like the, the way they set Sabak up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ishmael was like a friend of the family, and then it turned out that he was a traitor. Um, they all, you know, he won their confidence, he won their trust. He was Judas. And before, yeah, before you know, Judas he's in like my mind. a gun at the kid. Um, so he's he's pretty damn evil, but he managed to hide it from them for years. And then it turned out that he was a descendant of Prince Acton from the opening scene. So I thought they did a pretty good job connecting it all and making it come full circle. Yeah, and I always love the common enemy story arc. So yeah, you know what? yeah, it's a tried and true story arc. I, I do, I do feel like I do feel like the look of him was was amazing. Right? Oh, yeah. like visually, visually, this entire movie looks amazing the, the uniforms look amazing like the, the, the costumes you can make everything looks amazing 
everything looked amazing. And Flying I was outside so the helicopters and catching rockets with your bare hand, it all looks incredible. Uh, by the yeah. way, yeah, I no, love it, Black it Adam's great job. Final, his final suit where he had the Yeah, his gold. final suit was yes. really good. Yes. But, the but they did a gauntlets. great job for, for Subek and um, Adam. They did, speaking of visual effects here, Pass, they did a great job with both of them, the way they hovered. Yeah. And yes. I like yeah. that a lot because yeah. whenever, and I hope this, this happens, I hope that in some way, shape, or form, like Zack Snyder's Justice League becomes canon because right now Justice League is canon. I hope it becomes canon because I want to see Darkseid hover with his arms behind his back in his regal, you know. Oh. I want to see that. And this, was, this was right the here, ship. I like the way they did the hovering. I just yeah. didn't like the ship, the special effects on the ship. It really did look fake, but the rest of the special effects were amazing. I, yeah. Listen, I, I like the way it all looked. Like Again, man, fucking Hawkman looks amazing, yes. bro. You need to call him by his name. His name is Drip Man, bro. Hey, listen. Listen, this is my pro probably like legitimately. This is probably my favorite uh, comic book adaptation of all time is this fucking Hawkman. Like, he just looks so goddamn cool, man. I've and never seen anything like- he not just looks, he is cool. I've never bro. seen anything <laughs> like that. He's got some type of swagger to him. Is does. Why does dude, this bro. man not have a movie? Like, yo, this was a different type of vibe this guy gave off, And it was, a it was a different interpretation of Hawkman, too. Going yo, back, I mentioned yeah. earlier the CW interpretation. The CW interpretation was a lot more like like a prince type of like he was very much prince-ish like he had the same exact mentality that he had in egypt or something like that um i forget really what the but that speaks to how kind of not good it was because i'm forgetting what the cw interpretation was i just loved the way everything about hawkman from the, Listen, the way he's looked, was, to the way he was, was the way he carries himself yeah and we we saw that he was a good leader too it's just that adam is not a team yeah. player like he had yeah. a good plan yeah yeah and like uh, one thing I like about Hawkman is that like of course like he's feel like he feels like it's a good he could be a good leader and stuff, but at the same time like he wants like yo let's run that fade like he was like yo it's like yeah he was like yo we ain't just like we ain't agreeing yeah. on the same thing so fight, we got bro. some we got some to deal with and stuff yeah we you still cost me yeah, you we cost me. Wait, we're going to run that fan. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. One's to, one's it goes back to the first thing I said about him. I like that they didn't make him a chump. He can Yo, go, at he least he like did out. go blow for a while. Uh, beat your bitch ass, and then he yeah. got his ass beat a little bit. He got his ass beat a little bit. Beat but, that but, ass. But, but, Mr. But, beat that ass. But but listen, he held his own, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hawkman held his own up in there, man. He had nothing to be ashamed about. That's Black Adam, man. He wasn't going to beat him from the jump. Also, <laughs> I, mean, I really liked Dr. Fate's uh, fate. His death. Yeah, I really, we didn't, we didn't really yeah, talk about Dr. Fate that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the most. He predicted the death. But there before we go thing. into his actual faith, we just talked about looks. Dr. Fate's look was also really good. I love the, the oh, way they designed the costume yes. for him. Oh, His yes. cape was nice, too. But and also, the voice, the visually, the, the voice, voice. Oh, I love the, the voice. gave me chills when I heard it. Yo, okay. Uh, they had that whole thing with this helmet and how if anybody touches it, it's going to mess them up because it's from another planet. It's like a million years old. And so, you know, like, wow, we should probably put a towel over it or something. Why didn't he, they ever use that helmet to mess up and be, at least disorient the enemy? I mean, if they made Sabak touch that helmet and it just messed them all up and then gave the other heroes a chance to punish him, that would have been like a cool touch. 
Yeah. Could have been, I want, but I, I feel like you could say that for any and every Dr. Face battle. I, then. I thought, you know, yeah. yeah. I, I, would say, I would say, I would say, I would say, I would say, like, yeah, I would say, like, with, like, Dr. Fate and stuff, there's one thing that I like about with Dr. Fate, like, when, like, I think when they were in, uh, Adriana's like room and stuff like you know how with like uh Dr. Faye he was just sitting in the chair and stuff and it kind of just gave you he looked like you about to sell like some wine it like it came from a commercial and yeah shit. <laughs> I, I will say speaking of speaking of visuals they did a great job of making him not look um when he's doing his magic not look like uh Dr. Strange like outside I was yeah, wondering, like, I was wondering how they were gonna do that and they did a really really good job obviously we all in the comic book world it's a copycat world uh you know I was like I'm a big Big Doctor Strange fan, and, and almost by default, when I learned about Doctor Fate when I was younger, I became like a big Doctor Fate fan. Not that I know anything about his lore, I just like the character. The and I was like, it's visually, just like his... how are they gonna do his magic when it shows up? And it was like, kind of had like a diamond thing to it, and at some points, like a hexagonal thing to it. I liked it a lot. No, what was, it was cool, cool. though, Pierce Brosnan said in an interview that um, his sons were like diehard fans of Doctor Strange, the comics, and the movies. So that was one of his motivations to take. He the also role. said that um, what's his that uh, Ben? I think he said that Benedict inspired him to take the Doctor Fate role. Yeah, yeah. Is what so he said as well. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, but it kind of makes it kind of really makes there sense. Was that twist saying like he doesn't he didn't want Hawkman to go in because he didn't want him to die. Um. I did. That, now that, that, that also was twist. something else that felt a bit rushed, but they still did a good job with it. I feel like they probably cut out a little bit of that as well. But I, I, it, it got me a little bit too. Like when he was like, "I'm a sentimental old fool." I don't want to see my friend die. And then yeah. when he finally put up the barrier, once again, going back to Eldest Hodge, he sold it really well when he was banging against the barrier. Yeah, yeah when he yeah. was like, yeah. I see like the emotion and stuff with uh, Hawkman. If you know, like once again, if you know Hawkman's story, he's right. He has nothing to fear when it comes to death. He's going to be back. Yeah. Just yeah. give him like a couple decades for him to be back to an adult, but he's going to be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Don't worry yeah, about he'll be that. back. He'll be, he'll be all right. But, you know, I did see a lot of notes. Uh, it was funny that you brought up Doctor Strange and, and Benedict Cumberpatch. I did see a lot of notes where it was like, yeah, um, like Doctor Strange says, there's a million ways we could lose and there's only one way we could win. Like Doctor Fate was kind of hitting some of those same notes for me. You know, like I found a third way. I know what to do. Yeah. And then yeah. he also said, well, I mean, they're, they're I very, very similar characters. It was nothing. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yes, yes, yeah. we finally was, couldn't see the future. Like, yeah. yeah, you can't see past your own death. It makes yeah. sense. But he said that was the first time he's ever experienced it since he took the mantle. And he said it was, it, and it felt. And another thing that pops in my, my mind visually with the helmet is that they did it, they only did it once in the movie where the actual the eye holes popped up yeah, in the helmet. I wonder, people, what, I wonder what the DC stylistic choice was with that. I, I don't mind that because it worked for me having no eye holes at it all. It worked for me. me. Yo, nah, that scene where he was holding down Sebek and the camera kept zooming out and it's from another helmet to another helmet. That was fire, yo. Oh that yeah, when fire. they when they uh, it zoomed into like what like behind the mads and stuff like that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was pretty dope. And then yeah. when he was trying to something like bring it back uh Black Adam and stuff like that when he was just fighting against Sabak. Yeah. Yeah. And back to Sabak for a second. Um I know the DC movies are very memeable, <laughs> and I can just imagine what they're going to do when they try to connect a meme for Sabak in his demon form, and they put like tribute from Tenacious D. <laughs> with oh, oh, one of those like music, one of the Tenacious D's music video. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you gotta make that meme go. You gotta do that meme. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. So, do we talk about the that? 
that cameo. Wait, my bad. I feel like I cut off Pest a couple times. Pest, did you want to say no, anything? No, no, no. I, no I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely good. I'm absolutely good at. Uh, uh, None after Doctor Fate. I got, though, I got one more thing. I got oh, one well, more thing. Well, you know what? I do. I do have. I do have something very quick about Doctor Fate. Um, okay. I do. I do think that Doctor Fate was 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 very well done. Um, I wasn't excited about Doctor Fate. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know why. I've just never been super excited about Doctor Fate as a character, but. Um, I was excited to see what they were going to do. And I think that uh, what they did was very well done. Um, I'm excited to see uh, who's going to be the next Dr. Fate. I, that's the question I was going to yeah. ask. Like, I'm after the movie, do you actually want to see who's going to be the next one? I want I want there to be a, yes, I want someone that different to be Dr. Someone, Fate because that's some, the way it would work. I was kind of hoping that Hawkman was going to take that mantle. Like, he was going to just wield both? Nah, yeah, I think that was just like a little parting gift. That 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 like, he, I, uh, I think that was just a parting gift that Kent left him, honestly. Like just for that for the battle to get the job yeah. done. Yeah. I, that's what I thought too when I saw that scene where he uh you know when he started doing like the clones and stuff like that. Like learn yeah. learn this old trick from a friend and stuff. And it's like like, oh, he's gonna be the next one? That's, that's what I thought. thought man. That's yeah. what my initial thought was. So, so like, oh, I shit. went to see the movie. So I already saw the movie twice. I saw it once last night with my mom and dad. And the first time I saw it, I actually took my friend to it for his birthday. Like he's it? the one that gave me the, the nickname Drip Man, because nice. he was the one like <laughs> calling out all the ad libs during the movie. He got really excited when he saw Hawkman holding the thing because he was like, This man about to be dual wielding. Like, that's the first thing he said, bro. Like, he got really excited. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for too. Uh, Kush, yeah. did your family like it? My mom liked it. Um, my like my mom likes a lot of the stuff that I like. My dad didn't really. He's he's more old school. Okay, okay. Mm. I, I want my mom to see it because I because I showed my mom Shazam and she loved it. So I watch her this mm -hmm. movie too. So hey, this is Shazam's you know, enemy and whatnot. All right, are we uh, ready to talk uh, that that mid credits? One more thing. Then, wait, what? Okay. Go ahead, Mike. Well, well, okay, I'll say one more thing before yeah. time I say this. So. Okay, back with the Sabak design and stuff with the demon chat and everything. So I already told Tam, I already told you about this. So like with Sabak's like his demon, the demon form and stuff. It kind of reminds me when he when he first popped in and stuff. Like my initial thoughts was like, uh, like why does he look like a fucking Mortal Kombat character uh, named Balak, <laughs> which is like it's supposed to be exclusive, like a Mortal Kombat gold. So he's supposed to be like an exclusive character for that game. But they cut him off and stuff, and it's like the design of like if Belog was in the NRS game, they give him an NRS treatment and shit like that. It's like with a face, face and a demon body and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I saw I was gonna it. Say, there's gonna be a lot of Rule Thirty Four of Sabak, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's, gonna be, that's gonna be fucking mean. Fucking mean. Please, to Sabak. No, no, please don't do that. I'm not. I'm fucking obvious, man. About Sabak. <laughs> Okay, it was a little unrealistic to me where they said, oh man, we can't beat the Sabak. There's only one guy that can do it, and that's Black Adam or Teth Adam, I guess they were still calling him. Mm. And to me, that didn't really ring true because Superman already exists and Shazam already exists. And there's all these other power players that obviously could have dealt with Sabak. I mm. mean, but out of all the like, people, it had yeah. to be Black Adam. I think it's the direct connection to his family, you know, for poetic justice that you well, know, he'd be the one. Yeah, they did the there was the champion versus champion thing. Well, not That's just true, that, but yeah. Black Demons, Adam yeah. kills, the other ones do not. And they knew yeah. that. So. 
Okay, so they don't kill, but they'll gladly work with the killer to I'll, do their dirty work for them. That kind of I'll, I'll say, Jay, I, dis I disagree with the others do not part because they did kill. They beheaded Steppenwolf. Superman, and, uh, Superman killed Zod Justice in this League. universe. Yeah. Superman, yeah. Superman killed Superman Zod, and, kill Zod yeah. and the Justice League killed uh, Steppenwolf, at least in the Snyder Cut. Like, they, yeah. they decapitated them. And I love the fact that they did do that. Like, Batman kills in this universe as well. That was a big gripe that a lot of people had. Like, I think yeah. it's overblown yeah, but personally. Yeah, he changed his ways. But, for Justice League, he changed yeah. his ways. But yeah, no, the point stands, there's a lot of people that could have dealt with this guy. They didn't actually have to get Black Adam to do it. The, the only thing I disagree with their tab mock is because then you don't have a movie. Like, mm. that's, well, you know, that's something that you need. You need that conflict to be there mm, in okay. the movie. I get it, but I'm just saying that they had to do a lot of things that didn't make sense just to make the movie happen. Well, yeah. another thing, too, is, remember, it was it was Dr. Fate that broke him out of the prison there, and maybe he wanted, he believed in him, he wanted him to, like, right his whatever wrongs he's done in the past. Or it could have been, remember, he said everything, you know, Fate, maybe is just, like... You can see the future, he knew yeah, it. Maybe it's just Black Adam gets it done the quickest, bro. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, I, pretty much. I, I will say one thing that the chat will understand. As soon as I saw the devil get ripped in half by, uh, by Black Adam there... It took all of my energy not to yell Jesus throughout that theater. Jesus! For those who are who, who watch Nerdcage Live gaming. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it's just the way how it was like split and the camera like zooms out it was when cool. during the yeah, split. It was. Oh, it like, was fucking this like this gotta be an inspiration for a fatality for the next Mortal Kombat game. I know they're gonna do that. I know they're gonna pull that shit off. The head oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I guess we can move on to our infamous mid credit scene. Am I the it's biggest Superman fan here, bro? Yes. I just yeah. wanna know. I'm it's been a while. I'm not really a big Superman uh I'm a huge person, Superman fan. So yep. listen. Bro, I, mean, I loved it. I like the thing is, is that I've been out of tune with comic book news for months now. Like, I'm just like, I'm still, or I should say, I'm now fully adjusted to being like a quote unquote working adult. So, like, you know, I, I got like, you know, I just, I was just out of the loop. I was just out of the loop with a whole bunch of comic book stuff. Like, I didn't even learn until after I saw the movie that apparently this, this thing was leaked. So, I was genuinely surprised, bro. Like, like, I gasped. I was like, there's no way, because we didn't see his face. We heard his voice first, and I immediately recognized yeah, I was like, there's no like, way. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. been a while no since the world has been this, the, the, I don't know. Yeah. the world this nervous. I just, I just, I love it. Better this. than ever. I actually saw him before that. I don't know if anybody noticed, but when the, yeah. when the, it's all smoky and everything, you can see his cape flap in the background. Yeah, but, well, yeah, you see him, <laughs> but you didn't see the face is what I mean. Like, I thought yeah. that, uh. But you know what that cape is. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be another faceless cameo, which apparently they wanted to do. Um, you know, I thought it was gonna be just another one of uh, Shazam, where you don't see his I'll, face at all. I tell you, it was cool. But I, I loved it, man. In, when they brought him in, they had the Superman theme playing, like the original. I, I was gonna yeah. say, I hated that. I hated that so much because yo, let Christopher Reeves have that. It doesn't fit the Superman. Like my boy Hans Zimmer is a yes. great composer, he is. and I, Hans and Zimmer theme is the one that deserved to be played. John Williams has the most iconic theme, without a doubt, and he's a great composer. As well, but that doesn't fit this Superman. That does not fit Henry Cavill's Superman. Honestly, and and while it, it while the, while John it Williams works for time. recognizability, or that's not even a word to find it. While it works for like instant recognition, because everybody that hears it instantly instantly recognizes the Superman theme, and I'm 
99% sure that's exactly why they used it. It is, like, but they just I, never used it in this DC cinematic universe before. That too. I was just like, why? Well, like, actually, I thought that popped in my head. Yes, was, why didn't you did. use the Hans Zimmer theme? They did. They did in the Justice League, Josh Whedon version. Where Superman, Justice League, in the Justice League. Yeah, they, they did. did a they used a lot version. of old theme songs. It was a darkened yeah. version yeah. when he came out. But other yeah, you're than that, right. You're right. But but, but not but lighter. not as what as like the normal John. This Williams. one was closer to the original. Yes. While still being updated for a modern audience. Yeah. But yeah and if I, you want to talk I, about yeah. if you want to talk about Superman's voice line there, where he where he says it's been a while yeah. since anybody yeah. made the world. I think that was nervous. a bit. I think that was a bit. Meta. He was talking about himself because yeah, I, th I think that was the last meta. time they made them that nervous is when they went against him. I also think it was a bit meta to like the rock and like talking to the fans because the fans have been nervous with Black Adam. This this let's call it what it was. This movie was been has been in production hell for a couple of years. Like this oh, movie yeah. was supposed to come out like five different times. And in addition yeah. to that, like we know or we at least all thought the power that the rock had as being the highest paid actor in the world. It was all a speculation. Can he really bring back Henry? So like fans well, you know were nervous in that was, sense. Right? I think it was meta in several senses. The Rock's manager, who is also his is, ex wife. Yeah, Danny it's also Garcia, Henry yeah. Cable's manager. Yep. So yeah. that's how it all happened. And I'm glad. Well, I thought it was interesting what Joe said was that how Superman was actually talking about himself because that didn't register with me. But now that you said it, I think you're right. I thought he was talking about someone like General Zod. Uh, no, he's, yeah, nah, he was definitely because like, the military right was trying like, to kill this man himself, in man's dude. There's <laughs> uh, a little yeah. bit of ego, just like he's showing us a little bit of ego. That's what yeah. it is. And by the way, for those who don't know, they actually just recently did flash reshoots. And guess what? Henry Cable, Gal Gadot, and Ben Affleck um, just partake in, in flash reshoots. So, Are they getting rid of Ezra Miller? I have no that's idea. Not, no, that's another thing. He, that's, Ezra that's Miller was part of those reshoots too. So they haven't say, officially like, fired him yet. Yo, if you think about it, the, the DC, just WB, because I'm going to stop saying DC. This is all WB, bro. Yeah. I've never seen mm -hmm. such a perfect storm for everything that could go wrong with them, bro. Mm -hmm. It's like you got a psychotic actor now and you still won't part ways with him. Release the movie, take your losses, and recast them, bro. Like, just are, like, are you why is that? I say, oh, he, yeah. here, here's my thing. Recast, release, recast the Flash. Release like, the Flash movie, but for the next one, recast, and this is that's my That's what pick. I'm saying, recast the next thing. Timothy CGI Chalamet is my top pick to replace Ezra Miller. That, that's a different conversation. Pass, go ahead, man. I keep cutting you off. No, bro. no, no. It's, you know, it's all good. Um, Nobody man. wants my pick. I, want to, I don't even know if I want to say it. Say it. <laughs> um... Nobody wants Grant Gustin with me. <laughs> I was I was happy to see uh, you know th this particular Superman. Uh, I'm glad we're still going in this direction. We're still using the same folks, so that's good. Um, I am excited to see Superman versus Black Adam in some fisticuffs, um, but I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned because I feel like. If they try to make these fights look like they do in like some of the cartoons, some of the comic books, they're gonna go too far. It's gonna be too much. I, I, I would, I would, I personally, I hope that like when these two do fight, uh, they they definitely leave the area, okay? Because because <laughs> listen, like we can't have 
another instance with Superman that results in an entire city to be blown up, okay? To like be fair, already, he did learn from his Man of Steel mistakes. Listen, Now it's Black Adam, the one. You saw we, the damage he did to Kanye. That's what I'm saying. Listen, what do you expect when two but gods Glenn, fight? Just it's been, gonna happen. I mean, listen. look, just, just be like Goku and Vegeta for Dragon Ball. Like, hey, let's just fight somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I'm right. wondering if this is gonna end up being like a Matrix Revolutions thing where they fight in the air. And, I, listen, I, I don't, they're going to have to. Like, they're going to have to. That's the thing, is that these two these are, are two of the strongest beings in this universe, period. They're going to have to go one-on-one, -on -one, all right? And, and we've got to figure out a way how to have this fight on a global scale. Like, this fight shouldn't happen in the city. The Rock this just fight, said the other day that they're planning multiple fights in multiple movies. That this is going to be a long-going conflict over several movies okay. is what The Rock just oh, said. Oh, that would be interesting. That, yeah, I'm like, yeah. That, that's very that's interesting. Awesome. Yeah, that and, sounds and really remember, that sounds I'm sure really all intrigued. the comic book nerds know that what's interesting is, yes, Superman is more powerful, but... Black Adam possesses the one thing it's Superman's weakness, which is magic. So but it's yeah. not necessarily a weakness; is that he just doesn't really have a counter for it. Like I hate when people say it's a weakness. It's not like it's crazy. No, he just he can't. Yeah, he he, he, he can't he necessarily can't. fight back against it. Like like the word has like a certain connotation. Weakness. I will say this though: I'm interested to know if they're gonna do the World War Three storyline with Black Adam. Where it's like come. in that's in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like in out. that storyline, the Justice League or like the main Trinity, they're basically off world at the time, and Black Adam he kind of goes ape shit and like fights everybody, and like well, that would cause opinion, like has, to going to what you said, that could be a conflict for Superman and Black Adam when they're back on world. Go ahead, Tab. My, they, my bad. They need, thank you. They need to do a better job setting up Black Marvel to fight Shazam. I mean, yeah, it was interesting the Superman cameo. It was awesome. But honestly, Shazam and Black Adam have an interconnected storyline. It's supposed to be intertwined. They need to play into that for the next. Yeah, film. they're the they're the real rivals. Yeah, like, they're the they, should be Shazam like, they, need to, they need to like build that up. It'll probably be the third Shazam, Shazam movie. But remember, Shazam: Fury of the Gods comes out in March. I'm sure there'll be a post-credit scene with The Rock. Yes. I'm sure of it. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. Exactly. Of it. They they need to lean into that more and set it up. I I think mm -hmm. the Superman versus Black Adam. I think what we just saw should just be a conversation between the two of them. I think if there's a way to de-escalate it, Superman will want to de-escalate it. I don't think he wants to fight. Oh, Superman, of course, will want to de-escalate it, but we know why it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen eventually. Yes, eventually. Pest, yeah. now that you brought up is going to be multiple, like an answer a question that I had in my mind, the, the Rock is literally going to reshape the DC universe for, I, I would say for better, but you, if you want to add in the saying for better or worse, I would say for better because he's bringing back a lot of stuff that should never been scrapped. Yeah. I was always wondering how is he himself as his character Black Adam going to continuing to be involved and like that explains how he's just going to keep getting into conflicts with people. And another thing too, I'm kind of off topic, but since Henry Cable's officially back, by the way, I don't know if you saw Cable put out an Instagram video today saying I'm Yeah, where he's back. like, yeah, I'm officially back. I love him, man. Um, You know what that means? He's not going to be James Bond. So, I don't know if there's any diehard Bond fans here. You can throw that out the door now, so... Oh, is it like a contract conflict there's, or something? I just can't see There's no way. If he's going to be Superman for the next... say, Let's just say for the next 10 years. Let's say there's gonna be, he's going to be making appearances, you know, his own movie and fellow cameos. It's probably going to be a 10-year commitment. So, there's yeah. no way he's James Bond. There's no way he can juggle both. Even though I mm. think he would make a great Bond. This is me personally. I think he'd be a good Bond. But I'd rather, Bond, that's for I'd sure. rather have him as Superman. He's my yeah. Superman. You know how... I mean, yes, I, I had Christopher Reeve when I was a kid, but to me, Henry Cable is my favorite Superman. I know, I no disrespect to to. Uh, and he looks Reeve. better here in Black Adam than he has ever. 
Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm they, saying. The they, suit looked yeah. great. Like, the suit, suit looked better, and they actually gave yeah. him a Superman here, which is something I've wanted for a he long time. He had the curl. curl. He had the fucking that's curl. Something yeah. wanted that's something I've wanted for a long time. He had the little curl. I thought you were going to say the S curl. Look at Superman with the curl. This is the best we've ever seen, this version of Superman. Yeah. Whoa, the I love the black suit. The black suit black Superman was cold, bro. Black suit Superman was cold. Yeah, black suit was great. So, I'm, and, and, and Joe, yo, me and Joe were talking about this on the way home after the movie. Like, like it's been established in the Snyder Cut that Superman's got multiple suits. They showed all the suits. Yeah. Up, so he's they got did. Yeah, they, suits. yo, I want to see if that's explored because they showed like four or five, I think. And I was like, hey, yo, hold yeah. up. We going to get into that? Yeah. Let's look at Clark Kent's closet. <laughs> 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 also, right. don't don't forget uh, don't forget that um just like another Superman thing. If they, because right now once again Josh's League is canon. If they say Snyder cuts canon, that 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 brings in personal life. That uh, Lois was pregnant, so like, you know, they're gonna have a kid. I mean, the yeah. Rock Dwayne Johnson's already been vocal that he wants he wants to lean towards the Snyderverse and yeah. And, so if that if that ends up happening, then Hermata that's another storyline to explore. For those who don't know, Thank Walter God. is running. Thank yes. God. So there's he was a the chance. one that made everything go downhill. I'm not saying that Zack Snyder's gonna gonna finish his Justice League story, but they at least can make like they could pick up canon. some similar. They could yes. pick up from that. The the mo the, the thing I'm excited for and the Affleck's most is Walter Mata being gone. They kicked Michael Keaton out the door in Affleck's back, which I'm sorry makes me happy. He's the thing I'm excited about, excited the most about Walter Mata being back is hopefully there's going to be like Jeff Johns is going to be gone as well because yeah. I really want to see Ray Fisher come back. I thought he did an incredible job yeah. as Cyborg. And you, we all, we've all heard the mistreatment of him on set, the racism he faced from DC execs. execs. I want to so see him so back because yeah, he's yeah, a great Cyborg. And you know what? You, you know what no one's talking about anymore? It's kind of like fell off the face of the earth. What's happening with Supergirl? Scrapped. Oh, she's still mm. in the she's still in the, the flash. The whole movie, idea, right? or just her? Still, well, I, I think she's the idea of her. I think the idea of her solo movie yeah. got scrapped, and so did. Batgirl. I think the idea of her was supposed to be the replacement for super. Like the old execs of WB, they didn't want Henry anymore, so they were literally just gonna replace him with Supergirl. So if they got Henry back, there's no need for him. Henry Cavill's the only man alive that should be playing Superman. Like no one else should be playing Superman. He's perfect. I'll never forget when they yeah. first announced Man of Steel long before they started filming. And I saw that picture of Henry Cavill. I'm like, oh my god, dude, this guy is Superman. So like, yeah, no one else should play Superman. I, mean, I know there's oh, that, yo, that no Superman homo, TV bro. Show. Pause, but like Henry Cavill, bro. Listen, go ahead. Hey yo, <laughs> hey, hey man. Hey yo. I mean, I don't know if you've seen The Witcher on Netflix and stuff when he was playing as Geralt. I haven't. No, I, I I know a lot of people love it. I haven't though. Oh yeah, he's in it. And he's the new Highlander. Yeah. Come on, let's go. He's a new Highlander too. Wait, yeah. for real? Yeah, oh, dude, I didn't new... even know. Oh, I didn't even. Uh, there can know be only one or they're two. Make, they're remaking Highlander. <laughs> they're re Yo, get this. You ready for this, guys? They're remaking ha Highlander as, you know, Henry Cable's going to be playing potentially the new Connor McCloud, but the director of this new Highlander movie is the director of the John Wick movies. So, like, let's right. fucking go. Oh, my Shit. God. I got yeah. mad faith, bro. Oh. The John Wick movies? Yeah, the John oh, Wick director. You know I got faith, bro. Like, let's mess with Highlander's dog. <laughs> all right guys so why don't we wrap this shit up here um why don't we go around the circle everybody plug themselves in we'll go in reverse order this time let's start with mad mike jones floor is yours give a final rating and plug whatever you want to plug my guy and links are in the description 
All right, so I will give this Black Adam movie. I'm gonna give this a strong eight. I'm gonna give it a strong eight because I like like you know the scene, the action scenes, the brutal like the brutal scenes and everything. And I like how like most of the characters they did like the actors they really did a good job. Like Hawkman, uh, Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate, The Rock also. I'll give him that. And I like how like. With the lore and everything, I think there's some like a few points that's kind of threw me off on there, but I kind of really like I kind of really like the movie overall. It was really fun to watch. So a strong gate is my final rating right, and stuff. Right. And I know and I noticed that like in during the movie, like you know how when they talk with when Black Adam was talking about like you know how his he his uh, son gave him powers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, like I noticed the actor who played like the grown-up son he was he was uh playing as uh young rock. rocky rock yeah young rock yep. i know it's like the actor was in that movie I'm like oh shit i just found that like, out today i didn't even yeah know. i was like oh shit he's in there oh fuck like i'll start <laughs> i just start, i started watching i i got hooked on that show like not too long ago so yeah that's like one of the things I'll point it out. But yeah, overall the movie is pretty good fun to watch everything and my plugs is uh I'll go Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Mike 54 YouTube, it's the same, same handle. Catch me on, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mike Jones underscore mad and stuff. So I pretty much stream on a daily basis on Twitch, so you could just follow your boy on there and stuff. And for YouTube, I just post YouTube shorts from my streams and stuff just to catch up, catch up what you miss on the streams and stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much it though. I just want to say, Don DeMarco. Don DeMarco, DeMarco. Bang, bang. Shit like that. Shit like that. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tabbook99. Go ahead, man. Final uh, final rating and, uh, and plug away. Yes. Yes, final rating. First of all, speaking of Raiden, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Uncanny Carlos for gifting me this t-shirt with Raiden on it. Uh, thank you for that. I wanted to make it a point to wear that since we are doing a stand Black up, stand Adam up, stand live up. stream. So we can see it. Don't show the shirt. Show the yeah. shirt. Like, what kind of pants are you wearing? <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so what I was going to say is, look, I, I'm with Mike. I thought this was a great movie. I enjoyed it. The action sequences were awesome. I thought all the characters played a good role, whether it was for their fights or their intelligence or whatever they contributed. I thought everybody helped move the story forward. The only real issues I had were the flashback in the beginning uh they did a show they were supposed to show not tell and they ended up telling that was a point off for me i really didn't like the fact that in order to make black adam work as a character who was needed they had to make all the other superheroes ineffective and useless and just ignoring conduct and ignoring inner gang rising to power over there i thought that made all the other superheroes uh took away from their story from all the other dc movies because the heroes really care about people and they really want to save people and they really want to do the right thing they want to stop evil for them to just take all that and put it to the side and say oh no actually they've been doing a terrible job so now we need black adam that lost a couple points for me so i'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. really enjoyable really a lot of fun to watch but there are some glaring flaws that prevent me from giving it a full 10 out of 10. um having said that i'm a huge mortal kombat fan if you want to see anything there is to know about mortal kombat lore Follow me on youtube.com slash tabmock99. I'm also on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at the same username, tabmock99. Awesome. 
Pass the analyst, man. Go ahead, plug away, and give your final thoughts. PTA Sports, pass the analyst. Uh, you can find me on the interwebs everywhere. Um, if you Google PTA Sports, I'm sure you'll you'll find me uh, maybe three or four lines down after they talk about like parent teacher association. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down to you see pass the analyst, and that's me. Uh, you can find me on on uh, Twitter, where I'm probably the most active, uh, and uh, you know you can do a search for for you know PTA Sports, and um, don't be saying no no bullshit to me because I'll make you look stupid on the internet. I'm very good. He's at done it. it. I've and seen it firsthand. I will I will make you look stupid on the internet. I do it every time. Um, I just started following you right now. I appreciate he that. Got, Just he don't got, make he, me look stupid, please. He got he he was ready he was ready to go. Like he got it loaded and ready to go. Just go out, shots fired, pop 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 pop. Hey, yo, any, anybody anybody can get it. Anybody, okay? Um, my thoughts on this movie, man. I, I I really enjoyed this movie. I thought this movie was a lot of fun. I thought visually it was it was uh, spectacular. I, I really I really love the way that these these superheroes costumes looked. They look they, they they look like grandiose, man. They look like these are people that are better than you. Like you should listen to these people talk, cause look what they're wearing right now. Like this this was a lot of fun for me. Uh, I am a, a individual who always loves the antihero. The antihero is always my favorite character trope, and so anytime I can. You know, cling on to that and 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 go for a ride. I'm, I'm absolutely happy. And this is one of those movies. I think that Black Adam as a antihero was done relatively well. There were a few things that could have been done, um, you know, maybe a little bit differently uh, in, in regards to like dialogue and some, some, some stuff. But but I mean, ultimately, man, the, the, you know, the Rock did a great job portraying his character. Um, you know, the the cast, the entire cast, I think did an amazing job. Um, and 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 this is this is a fun movie. And if this is the start of uh, you know the next phase of DC and their storytelling, if they're going to use Black Adam to be the launch point, I think this was a good start. Um, you guys got to fix some of this continuity stuff, though. Y'all killing us with this, uh, or or explain to us why this this stuff doesn't make sense from a canonical reason. Like just give us something. Let, you know, help help us out here. But. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this movie an eight as well. Um, I think this is a, a great movie, and if you haven't seen it, you should go see it in theaters on the big screen with all the loud boom boom speakers. Like you need all that for this because <laughs> this 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 is a good ass flick. Base hidden. Excellent, excellent. Very well said. And finally, push fire away, plug away, and final rating. Uh, you guys know where you can find me. Just at the hub everywhere. YouTube. Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. We all know how it be. Uh, final rating, I'm going to give it a solid either 7 or 8. I'm not sure where I'm going to land with it yet. I like the movie a lot. I said before, I, ent I entered it with low expectations just because as a huge DC fan, WB has burned me a good amount of times over the past couple I years. Burned me mm -hmm. a lot. And yeah. um, they gave me one gift in five years. That was Snyder Cut, and then they didn't even let that be canon. And it was just like I don't know where in the world the, the entire extended universe was going from there. But uh, I liked the movie a lot. I was pleasantly surprised with the action, the visuals, 
story's not the best. We went, we went in depth. Like I agree with Pest on a good amount of points with continuity, how stuff don't make sense. But it still doesn't really take away from my enjoyment of the film at all. Um, the way that they market this film, by the way, <laughs> for the first time in a long time, is true. They don't market it as anything but this is going to be one of the funnest films you've seen in a long time. It's one of the most epic comic book movies in recent memory. Like, that's the marketing for it. And it's true. It is an epic. It It is a spectacle. It is visually stunning. And it is extremely fun. Uh, you guys saw how I went into with Dripman and Hawkman. Like, low-key probably my favorite character from Drip this movie. Fate. I just want to see so much more from him. I want to see more from Dr. Fate. Whether it's Pierce Brosnan and they do a, a prequel series, I will love it. Or if it's about the next Dr. Fate, I love it as well. I... They didn't serve much purpose. I agree with you, Jay, but I still liked um, Cyclone and, that, and Adam fair. Smasher. I'll see what they do in the future. But like, I, that's the thing. I didn't necessarily dislike any character too much in this film other than the kid and his inconsistencies. But, you know, he's a kid and his inconsistencies. I'm gonna let that slide. It don't matter too much in the really the bigger picture of things. I liked it a lot. And once again, going off of what Pest said, he really took the words out of my mouth there, Pest. If this is like, like a springboard, so to speak, from where they go in the future, in terms of how they fix everything they messed up over the past five years, I'm glad. And if it's a springboard for how they're going to do movies in the future, I'm glad. Just, you know, tie up a little bit of things with, with these plot holes. Just tie those up. But if this is where you're going with it, I'm glad. And shout out to The Rock, because he really is the people's champion. He pulls yes. through what he says. Yes, he seven definitely bucks is. Production, seven Bucks Production, by the way, which, which helped produce this film, The Rock's Company with Danny Garcia, his ex-wife. Seven Bucks Productions... Their motto and their ethos is fans first. And they are truly living by that. You know, you don't see that with movie production companies at all. I'm glad that The Rock exists as a person. Like, if you think about it. And he's a Giants fan. So, yeah, and he's a Giants fan. This <laughs> dude has become so yeah, successful. Like, this, he's become so successful, so powerful, and so rich that he can give the fans what we want. And I'm so glad that he's stepping into DC where he's like, he recognizes the potential of these characters and these stories. And he's like... I'm going to try and steer this big multi-billion or trillion dollar company, however big Warner Brothers is, I'm going to try and steer them back to where they should be going. I'm really glad for that. Which leads me into, of course, Henry Cavill being back as Superman. As a big Superman fan and a huge Henry Cavill fan, I'm happy for that as well. And maybe it's a little too early because things can still crash and burn, but I'm going to put my fate in Seven Brooks Productions. I'm putting my fate in The Rock and trust with what they do with that going forward as well. Excellent, excellent. Yep. All right, Joe. Your final thoughts, your final rating, and of course, plug away the stuff that we got coming up this week. All right, so uh, I'm going to kind of mirror what I said during our out of theater. Yep. And say that, you know, I'm usually a Marvel guy through and through, but if there's one DC movie that can bring me to the dark side, it's this one. <laughs> Um, I love everything in this movie. I mean, potholes aside and everything, this was still a wild ride and I can't wait to see if they, if they come out with a rated R version, I want to see what was left on the cutting floor. Um, I also want to see, please give us Cena and the Rock in either Peacemaker or a movie. Do it. WB, do it. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to give this, I'm probably the highest score here. I'm going to give this a nine and a half out of 10. This Solid. Sits, That's a very high score. This wow. sits with me. Wow. Right below. This sits with me right below where I had Endgame. Endgame was like a 10 out of 10 for me. But that's because of all the standing ovation moments that are in it. Um, 
This did a very good job. I think this ties with No Way Home, with Spider-Man No Way Home, in my view. That's so, extremely high. I'll definitely say that. Hey, that's hey, extremely yeah, high. Really <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm a little biased I'm not, because I'm glad, I, I'm I love The Rock since his wrestling much. days, but, you know. I respectfully, respectfully agree with I mean, your opinion. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. He's the real. He's the real people's champ, man. Yeah, he definitely. Oh, yeah. He's keeping. Sure. He's he's really living living and the game. Joe, Joe's my childhood friend, and Joe's always been a wrestling fan first and foremost. Yeah. And I, so I'm not surprised with his feelings. Yeah. I think most I mean, of us here have been. I mean, I'm still a wrestling fan. Yeah, <laughs> <you're> all the <laughs> way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I will uh, say yeah. though, like it, it shouldn't really like one of the points I made is just like it's really incredible if you think about it that. He has a production company that has power with WB now. They really can make some, some yeah. changes because the model of that production company, and you know you could trust The Rock with this because he's such a good and genuine guy, is that he's going to put the fans first. Like, that is what his, yep. the whole point that he made his production company in the first place, seven bucks. He's going to put the fan first. Yeah. yeah. Right, that being said, tomorrow, another DC property. We will be playing Gotham Knights on Twitch. Yes! <laughs> So be there for that. Uh, if you can't make the stream, you can always follow our new Nerd Cage Live gaming, gaming. channel. <laughs> and uh, you can see videos on demand there from now on. Um, you want to tell them what we got Thursday, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Thursday, uh, we're getting together with our dear friends, Wes from Real Talk, Josh from Movie Fishing and Adults, and Keith Tatnus McCleary as we're going to sit down and we're going to combine our list together and rank our top five horror films. Ranking discussion, live stream. That should be goddamn bananas. And then finally, Joe, on Friday. On Friday, we go back to Luigi's Mansion 3. Mamma mia. <laughs> There's ghosts in here. Yeah, it's gonna be Perfect for Halloween. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's why we did it. I mean, spooky. Exactly. Still spooky season. <laughs> Yep, that's why we did it, and that, and we, and we got, and we also have unfinished business with Resident Evil too. Um, yeah. All right, I'll give my thoughts real quick. We'll wrap it up here. So, to me, this movie is a seven point seven five out of ten. And I just want to reiterate, I just didn't like Cyclone and Adam Smasher because they felt Marvel esque, and I also didn't like the fat dude with the beard. He was, I just thought he was just out. Of, he was in the bald spot. Yeah, yes. but his his humor was just out of place. The music and the humor I got a was question. Did you cheer when he got shot, bro? I just want to know. I did. And I thought and I was you hoping he was dead. Bitch. Wow. I wanted him fucking dead. Wow. Bitch. How dare you? How dare you, sir? I wanted him dead. And it would have gave those characters motivation, but no. Um, that being said, this movie 7.75 out of 10. This is like smack dab in the middle for me in the DCEU. For me, if I'm going to rank all the DCEU, I'll, I'll rip right through it. One, Snyder Cut. Two, BVS Ultimate Cut. Number three, Man of Steel. Number four, Wonder Woman. Number five, Shazam. Number six, Black Adam. Then Aquaman. Then, the, then Suicide Squad. Then The Suicide Squad. Then Bird, uh, Birds of Prey. And then Wonder Woman 84. That's how I rank with... Wait, I'm sorry, can you go through that back again? That was no, more than I expected. No, don't go. No, don't do that. I, you just, just go back. <laughs> to but basically, Black Adam's ranked number six out of eleven. Six. It's right, okay. right in the middle. Again, Shazam, uh, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, BVS, and the Snyder Cut are all better in my opinion. 
Uh, but I still really like this movie. I like anything DCU, even even Wonder Woman 84. But to me, 7.75 out of 10. Lots of great action, and I and I can't wait to see what this 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 new launching point launching point takes us. And yeah, man, The Rock is truly the people's champion, and this was hell of fun, guys. Guys, thank you so much. Please sub up everybody. All these handsome fucks you see on screen right now, link in the description. Not only that, they're very talented content creators, whether if it's Mortal Kombat or New York Giants or otherwise. Please give them a follow. Please subscribe to them. Not only that, they are very talented, but they are also great friends, and I'm, I'm, I'm the luckiest nerd in the world to have them. So, again, we'll see y'all tomorrow night on Twitch. And as always, we please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread this shit like the Wizards Magic Soda USA from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, New Jersey, Florida, Arlington, Texas, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, Tabmonk99, PTA Sports, The Hub, um, and Mad Mike 54. Oh, yeah, New York City. Forgot to mention that. As always, enjoy life. Stay safe. Eat your vegetables. Do your push ups. Fuck game freezes. Fuck math. And fuck Madden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Oh. Fuck Madden. Get yourself. Yeah, that guy really maddens me. Get yourself a Nerd Cage Live shirt. Straight the merch is on the back or the Pornhub parody. Any size, any color, men's or ladies, whether if you're a skinny booty call or a fat fuck, big or small, we love them all. Get yourself a shirt and good night. Do you want the chance to win a free brand new Xbox Series X? All you have to do is subscribe to NerdCage Live over on youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. Once we get to 1500 subscribers, we'll release a video on how you can enter. No purchase necessary. Contest is for US and Canada only. Ooh, trying to get out of the NerdCage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>